When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. I'm glad you decided to come in and join us. Um, So right off the bat, I give information about the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. And that number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that number is 1-800-799-7233. You can also go on to domesticshelters.org. And they have your state hotline numbers, your crisis line numbers for your state nonprofits, whomever is in your service area. So reach out if you're in any kind of danger, you need help to your crisis line. If you're in immediate danger, do not listen to this podcast. Hang it up, dial 911, get into a safe place, um, get a safety plan started. Um, so don't listen if you're in a DV relationship. Um, that's something also that's important to me. You know, don't want anyone risking their lives to hear a podcast. So <clears throat> today's guest is a very special guest, and I've I've really wanted her to be on, and it's a long time coming, and I'm I'm so glad that she decided um, to come on in and 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 talk about um, her story and um, you know how she's been able to overcome things over the years and be where she's at today. So, Miss Christina Johnson is a life coach and the co-founder of Design My Investment, and she is also a domestic violence survivor. And if she's going to give me permission to record, we're going to start talking. Christina, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Misty. Hey. Hey. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I am so blessed that you decided to come and talk. I'm so proud that you you actually said yes. (laughs) Well, you have said yes for a while, but things have happened and, you know, it's life. So, yeah, life happens. So, um, it does happen. Thank you for being patient with me. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. So I kind of want to like do like a brief thing of, I kind of like went over this with Christina before we ever started recording. Um, I saw Christina on a show called VH1. Um, it's Atlanta X's years ago. And what year was that, Christina? Do you remember? I think it was 2015, 2014, uh-huh. 2015. So it's been, it's been, it's been a while. So. Yes. It's yeah. Been a while. Right. Right. So I saw her on that show and she told her story or some of it on the on the show and i was really touched by her story and i was like she's a survivor sister so i've got to connect with her oh yeah and so um you can go ahead and talk i'm just Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm trying not to buddy. No, no, go ahead. Um, Yes, the the show did give me an opportunity to be open and transparent about my past, um, growing up in an abusive household. And then I always say there's a victim, a survivor. Um, Victims don't make it. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and a perpetrator. And sometimes because it's a learned behavior, we become perpetrators of something that, you know, happened to us. And I'm blessed to be here to say I'm a survivor, um, but it is a learned behavior. So sometimes you end up in a similar situation that you saw growing up. And so for me um, doing the show, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do the show. I'm also a survivor of Graves' disease. So I wanted to bring light to domestic violence and Graves um, because I have been offered lots of shows before that. And we've done shows before um, because the show is called Atlanta Exit. So um, I was married to an entertainer, Cee Green. And so we had already done, you know, Cribs and we had done My Super Sweet 16 for one of our daughters. And um, so this, was something that I, I told the, the creators I wanted to be able to be 100% myself or I can't do it. Um, people real recognize real and people, you know, they can feel when you're honest. And anyway, it's just not in my heart to do anything that is, you know, a, a catty or fighting. I mean, I'm a victim of domestic violence, which means I don't condone violence. So it was a beautiful opportunity for me to share myself, my family, my story with the world and bring light to it because a lot of times when we're in a situation, we feel like we're the only ones going through it. And it's not true. And there are some people that you have no idea that this could be happening to um, or is happening to and you wouldn't believe it because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. My biggest reason for wanting to bring light to it is to help women understand that, you know, we can come from that background because, you know, living in a house where my parents fought and, you know, I've seen my mom have a gun cocked to her head and begging, you know, us begging her begging him for her life, you know, and, it was scary. It was very scary growing up. So I know it from both sides, being a child that saw abuse and also um, her with black eyes and things like that. And also being an adult. Well, I was very young. Um, uh, also, you know, getting into these type of relationships, feeling like I needed to be punished for something, not loving myself and not knowing who I am, but trusting, you know, um, someone else and, you know, thinking they have your back and they're damaged and having these trauma bonds. So I wanted other women to see that you can leave these type of situations and still live a beautiful and full, healthy and happy life. So that was my reasoning for doing the show is that people could see like, okay, she's a living example of some of the things that I've been through. Also, you know, being a child that was molested, I just always am an open book because I understand. I love when Brene Brown says vulnerability makes you beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I understand that when we're open and vulnerable about the things that we've been through, it makes other people feel safe enough to be open about the things that they've been through to heal those places. Because that's the biggest thing. Saying that I've been through it is one thing. Actually doing the work to heal myself through it so that I don't have to continue to pe- repeat those cycles so that my children could see that love is healthy and love is kind and love is all things good um, because I am their first example of woman and the greatest lesson that I can teach them is how to love. 
um, and just moving forward, generations forward. I want my grandchildren, I have five of them. Mm. <laughs> I also want my grandkids to also see that love is, is powerful and it's the most important thing. And you're supposed to love yourself, you know, and be treated with loving kindness so that they don't go through similar situations as well. So it's it's important for me, not just for, I feel like my home is my first ministry, the things that I put out into the world, because I like to use my social media following, and um, I like to use that as a way to bless other people and, you know, give them positive feedback on life. But I can't do it for the world if I'm not doing it for my family. So my family first is my first ministry and then also pouring into other people. So, um, you know, I want to live the example for those that are watching, you know, that I know are watching and the ones that I don't know. Um, are watching. So I try to always be the woman that I would like to see um, become the woman that I would look up to, you know, and it's not always easy, especially being in the spotlight, you know, because we're human and you always want to, you know, kind of just live and and do your thing, but you have to be aware. Even as, you know, people that aren't on television, we're all stars if you ask me, but people that aren't on television just know that, you know, your family, your friends, your children, your grandchildren, they're watching you. So just be mindful, you know, of the way that we live because what we do does affect the people that we that we come in contact with. Right. I love that about you. And when I watched you on that show, you were so humble. And that's, no, yeah, I mean, that's what attracted me to you so much is because it was just like watching a friend, you know, although, you know, you were in the spotlight, you know, and you were, you know, you were married to this entertainer and, you know, all the success yeah. that all that, I mean, you know, all of the media and all of the people who come for you because you are in the spotlight. Um, so in a lot of ways, you were just so humble and such a peaceful human, like, on that show, your soul was so beautiful, and I could see oh, that. You. Like you're just your true self. Like you're just, you know, just like a friend that would be talking to people. And and I admire you for coming out like that on national television about what happened to you. Because I mean, I feel like yeah. probably not only me, and and here I was a survivor of domestic violence, but not only myself, but other women who were watching that show saw that. And they saw you bear your soul about what you had went through. And it was yes. just, yeah, it was a very touching thing for me. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Misty. Yeah, I, um, after that show, I started getting, well, during <clears throat> it airing, because, you know, we taped for a few months and then they edit and air it. And so during that time, I was getting so many um DMs and Facebook messages and all kinds of things, emails from women that were in domestic violence relationships that were, um, you know, in them currently and that had, you know, escaped them or were in the process. So I started coaching. I became a life coach after the show because when you heal and you you learn, you teach, as Maya Angelou says, like, mm. when you heal, you want to see other people heal. The way that I grew up, and I know, you know, my parents did the best that they can, and they loved me, um, but I didn't always feel loved. 
I'm one of those people that I want to give. It's giving me the chills. Mm. I want to give that to other people. I want them to experience what true love feels like, you know, Mm. and what it feels like to be on the other side of that healing. In our minds, like, our brainstem, it lies to us all the time. In our minds, when we are going through, we have so much shame. Although we're not the person that's doing the abusing, we still feel ashamed that it's happening to us. Um, some of us feel like we need to be punished for something, so we will instigate, you know, a person coming at us or, you know, hurting us because we want to satisfy those unhealed places. And for me to be able to love on people and let them know you don't deserve this. You deserve God's absolute best for you. You don't have to settle. There are amazing people because it happens to men too. Let's just be clear. They don't talk about it as much as women do, but men go through it too, you know, and Mm -hmm. you, you want to find some, there's some healthy men, healthy women out here who want healthy relationships, but we have to be healthy to attract that. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of work. You know, Miss, because we've been through it. It takes a lot of self-work to get you to the place where you understand that you do deserve the best. You don't have to settle. There are amazing people that would love to treat you like the queen and the king that you are. But you have to believe it. And you have to actually take the steps to walk through it to get out of it. And there's a lot of trauma bonding. You know, and and us having our own things that we haven't healed from our own, you know, past that we are still carrying with us and suffering through. And then we connect with someone who has the same issues. And we're together because of that, not because of love, you know, not mm-hmm. because of healthy, you know, things. It's just because we have this in common and we're both satisfying those unhealthy places in each other so for me you know like I said my social media platform television shows that I've done you know anything that I do I'm always trying to let people know that they're amazing you know they're amazing they were uniquely and beautifully made and they deserve the best and they deserve to feel what true love feels like and I'm not even just talking about relationships I'm talking about love for itself mm-hmm. because you can be single <laughs> like, and not with a mate yet and be just as happy and have true experience, really true joy and be alone and still be fine and be happy and be joyful. And it's enough, you know, yeah. and then when that person comes, they bring their own peace their own joy, their own happiness, and then you guys have the opportunity to share those things together because no one's ever going to make us make us happy. You know, mm-hmm. that is not in another person's control, right? You have mm-hmm. to have that joy yourself. And then a lot of times we have to understand that, you know, once we're happy and we're joyful, we bring more of that to us, whether it's in our friendships, whether it's our kids coming home from school in a better mood, the better you feel, the higher you're vibrating, because we're all energy, the higher you're vibrating, the better the people that surround you are going to be. And even if they're not, you know, always happy when they come around you, it'll be different. 
because you'll be drawing that to you. So um, I think it's important for us to put out things that are great. I try to put out a lot of love and that um, that humbleness is just who I am. Mm-hmm. I understand that we all are created by, you know, we have an amazing creator and we're all connected and it's a, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm better than anyone. I feel like we're all beautifully and uniquely made. We're all, you know, a part of this, this world. And, and if we were to band together with that amazing energy, this world could be even better, you know? Yeah. Um, so the humbleness is just, I don't know. I've just, I've always been that way. I've just, I just feel like I'm connected to everybody. I want to show you the same love I would want. And because I understand that we reflect who we are, whether we like it or not, if I want to reflect peace and goodness and love and care and generosity and all that good stuff, I have to be that. And I was having that. That's crazy because I was having that conversation with my grandson earlier today. Mm. And I'm like, you're, you know, you're at a new school and you're meeting new people, you, you're you going to reflect who you are. So make sure that you're putting out love and peace and gratitude and joy because you're going to have joyful friends. Yeah. You're going to have friends that are loving and kind because you're loving and kind. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to bond with anybody over anything negative. You want to bring light. You know, wherever you go, you want to bring light. And so I was just telling him that today. You have the opportunity to set the tone for your school year by being what you would like to see. And that's a, I know Mahatma Gandhi has that, you know, be the world, be Mm -hmm. the change in the world that you want to see. But that's a real thing. It's like if you put out something great, you're going to get something great. It just is what it is. I believe in the law of karma, just like I believe in the law of, um, what do you, uh, gravity. Mm-hmm. If I jump off a building, I know it's going to happen. You know, if I put out greatness, I know I'm going to get greatness back. And it's so crazy because I was just in Los Angeles for two months. And I know I talk a lot. I'm sorry. No, no. I was in, uh, I was in Los Angeles working for a couple of months and I was like, oh, if there's another industry, I do interior design as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's another industry that I want to get into. Um, and I really, really want to learn, but it's very hard to get help in certain in, um, industries because people feel like, well, if I teach you to do this, you may do what I'm doing and take my, you know, spotlight mm-hmm. or whatever, which I would never do. Mm-hmm. But I really want to learn. And so I got a call yesterday with the opportunity to learn in this industry because I just kept saying, God, please open the door so that I can learn how to do set design, how so that I can you know, be in the industry and I want to be a, you know, I've done some sets, but it's not the same. Like, I want to get it, make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I get a call yesterday with the opportunity to do it. And it's like, okay, Christina, you know what I'm saying? Your words are so powerful. And that's another thing is when we're going through this, you know, when we're, when we're growing through these types of experiences, we forget how much power we actually have to change the course of our lives. Um, I have a minister, her name is Real Talk Kim, and she always says, if you are, if you have a pulse, that means you still have a purpose. And if we're here, you have a greater purpose than you even understand. And it's not being someone that other people can hurt and harm. It's so that you can contribute something beautiful 
to yourself, to the people around you, your family, your friends, and to this world. Mm -hmm. And so that's my biggest thing is just really trying to help women to heal through these things because you're not your experiences, you're not your decisions that weren't so favorable, you're not what we consider failures. You know, you are what you say you are because, and it is what you say it is. If you say every morning, I am a survivor, I am beautiful, my life is wonderful, that's what it's going to be. A lot of times we'll say it and we'll have a negative comeback to fall well. I mean, it would. is, You know, we'll, we'll talk ourselves right out of it. But if you stay consistent and believe that you are able, you know, to do these amazing things, I'm telling you, you can turn your entire life around. If you learn to forgive your past, Yes, we all have our stories. We've been through some rough patches. We've grown up seeing some things that weren't so good. But what are you going to do with the opportunity that you have today? What are the words you're speaking today? What are you speaking over your life? What are you speaking over your children's lives? You know, what are you doing to work towards your dreams? And everybody's dreams aren't the same. And there's enough for everybody. There's enough to go around. And everybody doesn't like the same thing. Like, if everyone loves a Mercedes, there would only be Mercedes in the world. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like Mercedes. Some people like BMWs. Some people like Toyotas. Some people, Mm -hmm. you know, like Nissan. So there's variety because there's enough for everybody. So don't believe that greatness isn't available to you because it is. It really and truly is. So I would love, you know, um, for, you know, a lot of people that are listening to know that today, you know, I would love for you to start taking control of your words because your, your tongue is so powerful. I would love for you to start taking control of your life because it is yours. Um, and it does take work. I mean, there's so many different things, healing modalities you can do. And trust me, I've probably tried most of <laughs> most of them. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's yoga, whether it's affirmations, whether it's meditation, whether it's counseling, being a psychiatrist. Um, sometimes we deal with, you know, depression and things of that nature. And we need something to take the edge off. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. do your research, you know, and make sure that you find someone that can help you. Getting your blood flowing, you know, taking a walk if you can't run, you know, doing hand weights if you can't move your legs, you know, just whatever you can do to start getting your blood flowing, hydrating your body, taking care of our bodies is a lot, it has a lot to do with how we think and how we feel. Um, So, and reading, reading is so good. I know once I start reading, I fall right to sleep. So (laughs) just getting something positive in quickly, you know, before I fall asleep, writing, journaling has been my savior. Because when I was a young girl and I was, you know, growing up in an abusive household, I used to write all the time. I write down my feelings. I write what happened that day. And then I started doing gratitude journals. And I, even when my kids, now I have grown kids, but when they were young, I used to make them keep uh, gratitude journals. And before you go to bed, write five things that you're grateful for from the smallest to the biggest thing. Because sometimes we don't realize that even in those small blessings is greatness. And so just finding ways to heal yourself through this stuff, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. is such a beautiful way. And it's a journey in itself. Right. So that's just a coach coming out in you. And I I love that because you're such a positive coach. You're such a, I mean, you, you just, you just know, you know, like, you know, you got to, 
you got to put affirmations. You got to put things in your life. You have to just go with it like in a positive standpoint. And, you know, you can do whatever you want to in your life, you know, and, and you can right. overcome anything, like any yeah. obstacle. Because I know, you know, there was times where, you know, Misty didn't think Misty was going to be around. And so, you know, whenever I started the podcast, I didn't know, you know, what was in store for me. But I knew that that I had to get my voice heard and that I wanted yeah. other women to be able to have their voices heard because your voice is such a powerful tool, you know, and it really is. It really is. And so, and if you're not able to like, you know, maybe podcasting isn't your thing or, you know, maybe blog writing is. I have a friend who writes blogs. She's like, you are, you know, writing is her escape. It is her way yeah. of just sitting down, writing it out. She loves to write. And, and I'm right the opposite. <laughs> so, I mean, I like to write a little bit. You know, I'll write maybe an article yeah. or something. But as far as just all out writing, I'm not really major on writing. I'd rather speak. So, you know, I mean, you're right. There's so many things out here that can that can open. I mean, any door can open for anyone. You know, like you were saying, you know, I, there's women who hear me who want to start a podcast. And, you know, I think that's amazing that, you know, I inspired them to do that. I hope I was an inspiration for them, um, you know, because Absolutely. we all have different um, talents and God has given everyone talents. And it, it just took me a long time to be able to figure out what my purpose and talent was in my life. I mean, it was there all along. I just didn't, you know, he, he just had to put me through some steps for me to realize what that was. You know, and that's the beautiful thing. That's mm -hmm. what I was saying offline. It's nothing is for nothing. You're right. thinking, why did I come here, mm -hmm. you know, and take this journey and to go through these horrible experiences? But these experiences are bigger than us. It's not just about us. Like, it's about the people that are touched by it, right. the people that are changed by it. Mm -hmm. How many people see what you've been through and how you've come through it and they want to do the same thing just like you said missy i feel like i followed you on this journey you know through us being you know com us communicating online and stuff like that from you saying this is what i do this is how i want to help to god opening doors doors opening for you that now have put you in the position where you're able to bless even more people and i'm so happy to do this so that i can share it with my following so that they also can follow you and also learn from you and gain wisdom from you and even reach out to you if they need you know assistance and you point them in the right direction of wherever you know they need to go like this thing is so much bigger than just one person and we're going through certain things in life that we don't understand but nothing is ever for nothing like things are happening for a bigger reason sometimes we, it takes years for us to see it sometimes it takes days weeks months hours um but it's always for a greater good and a greater purpose and we're here to learn i feel like we come here we choose these journeys we come here to learn through these experiences to become greater and i'm just really grateful for even going through that with my parents it's like i'm still grateful for this because i'm here and i'm living this this life and i'm taking this journey and i'm here to make a difference and if they hadn't hadn't given me the opportunity to be here you know um <clears throat> then i wouldn't be here to be able to help other people and i feel like everyone comes here for you know whatever their 
their journey is supposed to be, no matter how long or short. So it's just a blessing. You know, we have to see the blessing in everything. When I go through things, I'm always asking the creator, like, what am I to learn from this? What can make me better so that I can, you know, influence the next generation, right. influence the people that are watching. And I remember even dealing with Graves' disease. That's an autoimmune disease that attacks your thyroid. And that thyroid, your thyroid is that butterfly gland in your throat mm-hmm. um, that sits right in front of your, your, your neck. Like, and I didn't even, you know, I wasn't familiar with what it was and how detrimental it is for it to be healthy. But I just remember going through that and being on social media. And this was years before the show. And I was like, a few years before the show. Because I actually had my last surgery right before we, you know, we started the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I'm going to beat this thing. I'm going to go through this. So I'm going to go through it with my eyes wide open. And you guys can watch the journey. And now it's people that are praying for me that never prayed before. There's people that, you know, um, looking at life a lot different because of my journey. And I'm telling you, the thing that I got out of it is how powerful gratitude is. Um, The... Us, our ability to just say thank you in the midst of things going on, the hard, tough, you know, um, lessons and and um, tribulations and things of that nature. But I just remember people growing because of that. And so I understood that it wasn't just about me. This mm-hmm. is for everyone who's involved, so, um, everyone who's watching. So we have a minute left. <laughs> So okay. um, we could do another 30 minutes if you like, or we can stop now or um, because it's going to cut us off in a minute. I don't know why it does. Oh, this. okay. So but, let me just quickly say, I'm so proud of you, Misty. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for what you're doing. If you guys want to follow me, I'm Christina Johnson on Facebook, uh, Christina Johnson underscore on Instagram and inner peace, I-N-N-E-R-P-I-E-C-E. Um, on Twitter and Christina S. Johnson.com is my website um, oh. for all things Christina there. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you, Misty. You're welcome. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. It's exciting. Um, oh, you're so welcome. Y'all all go follow her and we will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>